Yeah, so during COVID, I really enjoyed getting out on the reservoirs to kayak. Um, although one time my kayak started sinking on me as the UVA <gasps> rowing team no. overcame me from behind and their coach was like <gasps> shouting through the bullhorn, get out of the way, get no. out of the way. Meanwhile, I can't steer because this thing <laughs> has gotten so waterlogged. Oh my God. Gotta get the right equipment. Yeah. <laughs> Beware Facebook Marketplace. (laughs) (laughs) This is Admissible. I'm Natalie Blazer, Dean of Admissions at UVA Law. Today's episode is rather special because the topic came to us as the result of our first ever submission contest that we conducted through the Admissible Podcast Instagram page. So for those who don't know, normally I just come up with topics and invite guests um, who I think would make a great fit for that topic. This time I asked you, the listeners, um, to come up with a topic for me. Um, I ran this contest for our Instagram followers in the spring for a chance for them to have their idea turned into an episode of Admissible. We got so many amazing submissions that we actually had to do a runoff vote of the top three ideas. And from that runoff vote, the winning show topic was, what do law students do in Charlottesville? Huge shout out to our very own first year law student, Emily Kostanecki, for submitting that idea and winning our contest before she was even a student here. And then when I looked up who the winner was, I saw that she was an incoming 1L. So thank you, Emily. I hope you are listening. I hope you will learn from this podcast what law students do in Charlottesville. Um, Having said all that, I'm super excited for today's guest, a second year law student who knows a thing or two about what to do in Charlottesville. Brian Cameron is a Virginia native and attended the University of Virginia as an undergraduate. While in college, Brian worked for the UVA Office for Sustainability, was a radio host for WXTJ Student Radio, a UVA Student Council representative, and a student bus driver, which we are going to talk about a little bit. Following his graduation from UVA, Brian stayed in Charlottesville, first working for UVA Parking and Transportation, and later for Habitat for Humanity Virginia as a member of AmeriCorps VISTA. Around that time, we were lucky enough to interview and admit Brian and actually get him here to stay in Charlottesville as a law student beginning in the fall of 2022. Welcome to the show, Brian. Thank you for having me, Dean Blazer. It's great to be here. So I've been doing the same icebreaker this year um, for our guests. And so I will ask you, what are you currently reading for fun? I'm honestly not currently reading anything for fun. I'm reading uh, more hours of the week than I'm even able to keep count of. So once I get to Thursday afternoon and my classes are done. (laughs) I totally get that. What's your favorite, like, course-related reading? Yeah, so for... The Urban Law and Policy Seminar that I'm taking, we are reading The Death and Life of Great American Cities by Jane Jacobs, which is like an urban theory seminal work, which I've been meaning to get around to reading for a long time. And I'm glad that class gives me a good excuse to take a crack at that now. So it's not technically for fun, but it's still something that you're Definitely feels like pleasure reading. That's great. Well, before we get into the topic of today's show, I just I want I have to mention something about Brian. A couple weeks ago, I was asked to lead a personal statement workshop on main grounds over here at UVA. 
I fielded so many questions. People have so many questions about how to approach the personal statement, what to write about, what the tone should be. I mean, you could not believe how many questions they have. Well, in the usual course of preparing for this episode, Brian, I went back and I read your entire application. If I could just hold up your personal statement in a workshop, put it up on the screen and say, like, this is how you do it. I seriously got chills reading your statement all over again. It was so well done. It was it shows your empathy, your dedication to service, sense of humor, work ethic. It was just very well done. And I need to say that. That is extremely kind of you to say. And oh my I'm gosh. glad that the hard work paid off. Um, I poured hours into that thing and many, many, many iterations on it. Um, and that just goes to show what a task the personal statement is because it felt effortless. It felt like you just kind of sat down and spoke your mind. And now that I've said all this, everyone out there listening is going to think, what did he write about? So can you say in like one sentence, like how you approached the topic or, or what you decided to write about? Sure. So I wrote my personal statement about becoming a student bus driver in my uh, last year of college as an undergrad, kind of um, what inspired me to take on that seemingly unconventional <laughs> role. And then, you know, what being on the job taught me in you know, yeah. my last semester of college. Yeah. Uh, and it, it ties in so well, I think, to today's episode, too, because it um, seemed to me that you really did it as a service to the community, to your the community that you live and, and, and study in. So I'll start by saying most applicants who apply to UVA Law, they haven't had a ton of experience with Charlottesville necessarily, um, unless they went to UVA undergrad or, or came to Monticello on like a class field trip maybe when they were in fourth grade. So I always tell applicants, we talked about this in a previous episode of Admissible, Obviously, come visit. Um, don't just take our word for it, especially if you're admitted. Come visit. But today I want to cover sort of two subtopics um, on the general theme of Charlottesville. The first being what can law students do in terms of, you know, just getting involved in the community, whether that's volunteering, whether that's sitting on a board, pro bono work, some type of service or getting to know the Charlottesville community outside of the student community. And the second is going to be focused more on what law students do for fun. So we'll get to that at the end. So let's start with the Charlottesville community. Um, from your bio at the top of the show, we know you were involved a bit in the local community, even just through your studies, you know, your research and, and things you were doing. So tell us about that experience. Yeah, so when I first got to UVA as a first-year student, I got involved in a couple of environmental activism student groups, and those provided opportunities for me to get out to like community forums, community hearing events out in the broader Charlottesville region on you know topics like some of the proposed natural gas pipelines. And then in my third year of college, I took a year-long community engagement course called All Politics is Local. We attended some of like the local board and commissions meetings in Charlottesville and kind of documented what was going on at these, um, at these meetings, who the power players were, just learning a bit more about like what the local political scene in Charlottesville looked like, and then kind of the culmination of that class, we you know got in groups together and put together 
kind of educational resources mostly targeted towards our fellow students, but also like could be resources about, you know, local history, local politics um, for the broader Charlottesville community. My student group did a report on affordable housing and student housing in Charlottesville, and then that set me up for my uh, last year of college to write my thesis on um, kind of the history of segregation and affordable housing in Charlottesville. Just hearing all of that, I mean, college students, typically they're sort of in this little college bubble, right? Like you're going to class, you're going to parties, you're you're not really understanding necessarily what's happening in the in this town or city around you. So I think all of that is so great. And um, I think it's like really important for whether it's college students or law students to like, you know, take it upon themselves to learn about the communities that we're in. I mean, oftentimes, you know, you are just like a transient member of yeah. a college town. You pass through for whether it's four years undergrad, three years law school. Um, I think learning about the history of the community you're in, um, it's really important. And even like a town as small as Charlottesville, like it has been shaped and acted upon by national policies, of national course. trends um, that, you know, by learning about in your temporary community, you know, educate you about how those policies and trends have shaped whatever community you end up in after school, too. And it has such a rich history, Charlottesville. Definitely. Um, and talk about a little bit, you know, I know you have like some musical interests and you are a radio host. Like, what was that like? And how did that kind of get you more involved in the community? That was also a really great way to get to know kind of young community members who were non-students. So I was in a band called Sorority Boy when I was an <laughs> undergrad. Um, we started my second year and we played a lot of shows in Charlottesville, um, a couple in the broader Virginia region like Richmond and Harrisonburg also so have cool. really thriving music scenes. And then uh, even one summer, we did a short one-week tour up and down the East Coast, Whoa, which was fun. Oh, you toured. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, Charlottesville has a number of really good live music venues. We have the Southern, which brings in like a lot of smaller yeah. live music acts. The Jefferson is more medium-sized. And the Pavilion on the downtown mall brings in you know some larger apps. And, of course, you even get like the super big apps that come to like John Paul Jones Arena. Right. So last night, my husband and, and our friends went to Chris Stapleton Amazing. at John Paul Jones. I was, supposed, I was supposed to go, but, you know, I'm 40 now, and so I, the school night is, is hard for me. Uh, there's there's but something yeah. for everyone in the I, Charlottesville Music scene. That's right. So from your vantage point as a student, Brian, after your four years here, you know, in undergrad, what were your biggest takeaways about the non-student Charlottesville community? I mean, my biggest takeaway is that it was a great place to live, and I think that fed directly into why I didn't want to move away, even though I was graduating from college. Yeah. Um, you know, even though ostensibly it's like a smaller town, I just found there's there's so much to do. There are a lot of really great people who care a lot about learning, who care a lot about improving the community, and and that that really drew me to stick around after I graduated, and it definitely tied into helping me stick around further when I decided to yeah. to go to law school here. So lucky for us. Um, so as you mentioned, after you graduated, you did stay in Charlottesville to work, and we mentioned in your bio, first for parking and transportation. That's right. 
then for Habitat for Humanity Mm -hmm. as part of AmeriCorps VISTA. So what was it like? So I feel like when I moved back to Charlottesville for a job, I was really worried that living here as a non-student, it would kind of just feel different and not in a good way. That has not been my experience. But tell me, what was it like to be here for three years as a non-student? I think it was great. Uh, I mean, it was kind of a, it was a unique time to be living in Charlottesville because about two out of those three years was peak pandemic. So it was a lot more hunkered down. I think that is probably part of what gave me an appreciation for Charlottesville too, is Mm. like, we have so much great, you know, natural space, green Mm -hmm. space in our immediate community and and a little further out in like Shenandoah and the Blue Ridge Parkway. Um, So definitely during the pandemic, like I appreciated having access to those natural resources a lot. Um, Even before that, though, you know, kind of the seven or eight months from when I graduated until the pandemic started, it felt more seamless than I was expecting going from student to community member. You know, I think part of that is, you know, I moved out of like the directly (laughs) student neighborhoods that, you know, that plays a big part. Um, Like I don't live right in the kind of traditional student community, student enclave. I don't live right by the law school. Um, I live closer to the downtown mall. I find having that kind of school life balance Mm -hmm. is, you know, very helpful to me, Um, helps me take advantage of the parts of like the city's social scene that I that I enjoy being more a part of. Um, I mean, UVA is huge in Charlottesville, but like students aren't a majority of like what makes up the town. Also, we have, you know, two to three mini downtowns in Charlottesville as well. And like one of them is really geared toward the university. That's like the corner. Mm -hmm. Um, But we also have the downtown mall, which is like the more major one. That's about like a mile and a half, two miles away from the university. So that really just that just feels like Charlottesville. That doesn't feel just like UVA and and like the Belmont neighborhood, too. I mean, obviously, you know, I I encourage students to take advantage of those places. It's a great way to get outside of the UVA bubble. But you just it, it's it's not the UVA bubble in, yeah. on the mall and in Belmont, which is really great. Yeah. I What I love about Charlottesville, it feels like, yes, UVA is a big part. And I love seeing storefronts where everyone is rooting for UVA and, you know, sports is really fun. You know, going to a football game going to a basketball game, you see students, you see faculty. You know, I saw George Geis, this absolutely brilliant contracts professor who everybody loves standing up for the (laughs) entire football game uh, a couple weekends ago, just really into it. And I love that aspect of our community. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, our our basketball program is great and the arena is walking distance to the law school. So it's very easy to get to. The games are usually at good times if you want to take you know, Tuesday night off from studying and and go watch a game with some friends. Yeah. It doesn't overtake the student experience. It's just fun. It's it's a great way to sort of take a break. I'll also give a shout out. I think it's Peter Lee Hamilton who does Fun Club where, because we have a lot of other really great um, sports programs too, like both of the soccer teams, lacrosse field hockey yes. baseball softball like and, and again all those fields to their right by their right at north grounds which is like a 10 minute walk so from true. the law school peter um, lee hamilton formerly <laughs> also a guest on invisible yeah, talking yeah. about his jd nba a, a living legend <laughs> and you're so right and and you know the track and field and mm-hmm. 
all of the women's sports that are super, super fun and always exciting to watch. You're right. You can walk there from the law school in less than 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. It's just fun. Um, So let's get to your time as a law student at UVA. So you decided to stay in Charlottesville and come to UVA Law when I know for a fact you had... (laughs) Many other very enticing options at top law schools in other cities that are also very nice. So I can gather from your previous answers, but tell us like what factors really led to you ultimately deciding to stay at UVA? I think being in a place like Charlottesville is a great place to be a student. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I think it sets students up for success really well being in a college town like Charlottesville. There is plenty to do and you will never feel bored, but you also, you're not feeling as overwhelmed as you would in like a major city. Mm-hmm. And getting to know your classmates really well too. I think in larger cities, there's more of a temptation to just kind of show up to school and build your community outside of school. Yep. Whereas at UVA, people you know really form good bonds with each other. Um, I think like one, when I was applying to law school and, and trying to decide on where I was going to go for law school, I think what I'll now call a myth that I heard was that it's better to go to professional school in like a major city where the employers directly are um, because, you know, you're in professional school to land that job, to meet, you know, future employers. And so the closer you are, the easier that's going to be. But starting in, you know, January of 1L year, it is, like, astounding how all of these, like, top law firms Mm -hmm. in the country flock to Charlottesville (laughs) because they know how great of a school UVA is, and and they are coming here to Charlottesville to seek out students. Like, our employment outcomes are totally on par with, um, you know, with with the schools in more major cities, if not better, frankly, sometimes. You know, that's on the private sector side. And now, you know, I know friends who are going through more of, like, the public sector, um, public service recruitment stuff right now. And they're, you know, telling me, you know, I have, you know, this interview lined up with a major federal government agency. Um, So even though we're not directly in a place like D.C., um, our students just do incredibly well with their professional outcomes. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought up this myth um, because, right, we're, it's a nationally known law school, so firms know about it. And uh, a lot of alums, Absolutely. you know, I know when I was practicing law, any chance I got to come back and recruit at UVA and come back to Charlottesville, I took it. People do love coming back. Yeah. That's a common theme in like almost every interview I had with UVA Absolutely. Law this summer. And like what I tell people is very few people start their legal career in Charlottesville. So you're right. going to be in D.C. or New York or Chicago or L.A. for probably many years. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice to have three years in law school where you're not in that big city and where you have your own kind of space. Definitely. Um, Definitely. So for students who come to UVA Law with no prior relationship to Charlottesville, which which is a lot, in what ways does the law school itself help connect students to the community? Like our clinics directly Mm introduced, not all of them, Mm -hmm. but a lot of them are Charlottesville-based. I don't know. Are you in a clinic this year? So I'm not in a clinic myself, but I have a 
couple of close friends who either are currently or have done them before. And I totally agree. Clinics are a great way for people to kind of get involved, learn more about the local community and like play an integral role in, you know, helping address some of like the injustices Mm -hmm. that that do exist in Charlottesville. Um, Like clinics are really great opportunities for that. So I have a friend right now who's in the environmental law and community engagement clinic. So she's working with like the Southern Environmental Law Center, which is an environmental litigation group that has a large Charlottesville office. Um, I've had friends who've done like the decarceration and community reentry clinic. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, really important for helping local folks who are exiting the carceral system navigate the myriad laws that regulate the lives of of people, you know, leaving prison. You know, as wonderful a place as Charlottesville is for a lot of people, it is it is like any community in Mm -hmm. the country, you know, there are barriers to justice. Poverty is is a major issue. Um, And so clinics are a great way to learn more about how those issues face our community and play a small part in in helping remedy that. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked a lot about like the volunteering, working, living in the city. To close out the show, I really want to get to like the fun parts. Mm-hmm. You've mentioned some of it like breweries, restaurants, live music. But when you're not in class or studying, which I know you are in class and studying pretty much all the time, 2L is a very 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 busy time of life in law school, I should say. What's your favorite thing to do just purely for fun outside of school? I have a hard time narrowing it down to just one, but I'd say that when I really have time, I love getting on some of the local reservoirs and kayaking. Mm. Oh. Um, just getting, you know, out to a remote part of nature and being on, you know, placid water. Yeah. Um, paddling around a little bit. That's that's very restorative. When I don't quite have that amount of time, and especially like when you know friends are back in town for the school year, it's it's just great like finding a new brewery or restaurant yeah. and hanging out with friends together. You know, sharing time together. People are really important to me, so I love spending yeah. as much quality time with folks as I can. That's great. So we're gonna do a lightning round of favorites. Okay, so don't give it too much thought. <laughs> Favorite restaurant in Charlottesville. I'm going to go with Bizu on the downtown Ooh, mall. Ooh, Bizu, a classic. Bizu's a great one because I don't really think the firms do events there, yeah. so it's still like a little novel enough. There are some places where like by the end of spring 1L, True. you're kind of like, oh gosh, another event here. God, I got to go to CNO again. Jeez, <laughs> like poor me. <laughs> but Bizu is great. Bizu's great. Okay, favorite hike or spot to get out in nature? Hmm... Hike, I'll go for the basic choice, Humpback Rock I knew off it. of the Blue Ridge Parkway. <laughs> it's, it's, it's easy to get to. It's not daunting. It's a great choice for a reason. I yeah. mean, that's a good one. Favorite winery or brewery? I'll go for Mount Ida, which is about 20 oh. minutes outside of town. It has a really great view, really good wine, and they they do their own beer on site, too. So it has something for everyone. So I actually took the admission staff this summer on our little like, oh, day-long retreat yeah, yeah. to Mount Ida, and most of us had never been. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right. Even just the drive out there yes. is worth it alone. 100%. And then you get there, and you're like... The view is unbelievable. Yeah. And the food and the water. I totally agree. Favorite live music venue? I'll go for the Southern. I like kind of the smaller, cozier vibes yeah. there. <laughs> I love it. Favorite coffee shop? Do you drink coffee? 
Oh, I'm a big coffee drinker. Same. When it's not the coffee shop of my own kitchen, <laughs> um, I love making pour over coffee first thing in the morning. Oh, nice. I will go for grit coffee. Grit is, is a, a favorite. Great. That was my um, that was my undergrad spot, and I'm still very loyal to them. Yeah, they have I love one up that. in Stonefield, which isn't too far from the law school. That's a good one. Um, favorite movie theater? Violet Crown on oh, the yeah. downtown mall. Um, I'm not a huge movie person, yeah. but it's it's a great spot. The theaters are not too big, very comfortable. It's very comfortable, and I love that you can pop out and then go to just walk to dinner. Or exactly, whatever. you can, it's so you can come from dinner, go to dinner afterwards. Yeah. Favorite day trip or like quick weekend getaway, close to but not in Charlottesville. So like, let's say max, max two hours. This is pushing the quick definition a little bit but just this past weekend a group of my section from last year actually went out to the northern neck of virginia and got an airbnb together on the river out there so Um, nice and we it had like a giant kitchen and we just like cooked all weekend we went kayaking one day played some board games card games so that was really great that's a little far out though so i think like second to that getting up to shenandoah national park is a classic yeah it's only about an hour away and especially around the fall it's beautiful oh my gosh the fall for those who don't know it's about to be peak foliage in virginia i think they said october 23rd Mm -hmm. i love it so much so what do you think is the either biggest misconception about charlottesville or the best kept secret. I'll let you mm. choose which one you want to answer. I guess just the biggest misconception is that there's nothing really to do here mm. or that it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. There's plenty to do here. I mean, I'm in my ninth year of living in Charlottesville yeah. and I've stayed around because I've not felt bored yet. Yeah. Um, there's plenty to do. And, and especially like as a student, when your life is that busy, it's, you know, yeah. even more so. There's so much cool random stuff that comes through town every year. You know, in the fall, we have the Virginia Film Festival. Yeah. In the spring, we have the Virginia Festival of the Book. There are just like other, you know, institutes around UVA that, that are bringing, you know, major speakers like I've seen Nicole Hannah Jones speak wow. at UVA before I know last year Brian Stevenson spoke yeah. at JPJ so like UVA and the and the community writ large they're just they're constantly bringing you know really cool opportunities to town and I think like the flip side of that too is like if you ever do feel like you're itching to get outside of Charlottesville it's a really well connected place yeah. like all things considered even if you don't have like a personal vehicle it's incredibly easy to take the train to get across, you know, the the northeast corridor mm-hmm. from here and then to get further flung than that, you know, we have direct flights to Chicago and you know, major hubs like Charlotte and Atlanta and you can get basically anywhere in the country from, you know, those yeah. connections out of Charlottesville. I love our airport so much. It's a great, it's, it's a hidden gem. Yeah. The shortest TSA lines you've ever seen. Like, bare, I mean, we can leave our house like 45 minutes before the flight yep. takes off. It's amazing. <laughs> um, I also love their breakfast sandwiches. There's like one Ooh, option. Yeah, I haven't eaten just, at Cho before. Yeah. <laughs> Cho breakfast option. Yeah. yeah. My husband, it's his favorite part of flying out of That's that. That's so funny. Um. 
Well, Brian, this was so much fun. I love Charlottesville, and I feel like I could talk about it for days. Um, I feel like we covered a lot of great things today. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you again for having me. This was a lot of fun. This has been Admissible with me, Dean Natalie Blazer, at the University of Virginia School of Law. My guest today was second-year UVA law student Brian Cameron. For more information about UVA law, please visit law.virginia.edu. The next episode of Admissible will be out soon. In the meantime, you can follow the show on Instagram at at admissiblepodcast. Thanks so much for listening, and please remember to rate the show wherever you listen to podcasts.